Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland on News Talk. Now, as we know, there are some ill winds blowing through the economy at present, from inflation to energy supply issues. And that's not to mention two years of a pandemic that saw many sectors simply mothballed. Yet amid the gloom, there's certainly cause for hope. So says uh, leading economist and Sunday Business Post columnist Dan O'Brien, whom I haven't spoken to in a while, and I'm delighted to catch up with now. Good morning, Dan. How are you? Good morning, Bobby. Very well. Now, Dan, I I, I know you have a piece coming out uh, this weekend, um, which you you kindly shared with me. Um, I I want to talk to you about uh, the first stat in your piece, which basically is around the scale of inflation in Ireland. And you're going to be telling us on Sunday that consumer prices in Ireland rose by, by more in the first four months of this year than they did in the 13 years prior to 2021. That jumped off the page at me. Yeah, look, it's, it is, we went through an extraordinary period of, of very low inflation for, for the years after the, the, the great financial crisis and the property crash in Ireland. In fact, so much so that central bankers were doing all sorts of things to try and get inflation up again. And then boom, all of a sudden, we're in this extraordinary period of very, very rapid price price increases. Now, look, there's a economists are are having a huge debate about it and how to respond to it, but there is absolutely no doubt we are now having the worst inflation that we've had this century. You've got to go back to the eighties really to find this kind of sudden sharp uptick in the cost of living, which is very painful. Uh, particularly for people whose whose household budgets are are tight and they have uh, difficulty making ends meet. Yeah. Um, like high inflation causes all sorts of problems. Um, if you look at it as a consumer, you look at somebody who's an individual and you look at a business, generally a business, and not all businesses, but generally a business will pass on price increases uh, to its consumers. Uh, but a consumer really can't go and get more money from its employer if it's hit with a whole load of price increases. So what do you say about that, the the sort of corporate versus the personal piece? Yeah, well, that's really jumped out at me looking at the uh, the confidence survey. So when you compare business confidence in Ireland and, and elsewhere with business, with consumer confidence, consumer confidence is shattered. You know, yeah. this is in many places, it's as bad as it was at the outbreak of the pandemic. So th- that just goes to show, you know, people absolutely hate inflation. I was really surprised to see, you know, confidence falling that much. You know, two years ago when the pandemic hit, we, we were, you know, confidence was shattered. We were all in shock. Uh, but but people are, consumer confidence is now, you know, down about that level again because the cost of living has risen so much. And that is really shattering people's confidence. But if you look at businesses, it's not nearly as as severe. And as you say, this this, this point that, you know, businesses can react to higher price levels by passing it on, bringing revenues up to to cover uh, to, to cover higher costs in most cases where, where business where uh, sectors aren't too competitive. Uh, but consumers, it's much easier, much harder for consumers to, to ramp up their incomes in the short term to to cover their increased costs. Yeah. So that's what I attribute it to to you know that's why business confidence is, is has not been nearly bad, as badly affected as consumer confidence. Let's talk about business for a minute because. I think despite a lot of uncertainties, basically the uh, Irish business confidence, as you say, is, is holding up well. 
uh, we seem to as well. We seem to be holding up better than some of our our colleagues in the EU. What do you put that down to? Well, look, you know, there's a lot of factors in any of these things, Bobby. But you know, one of them is just the the strength of the underlying strength of the Irish economy. You know, when we went into the pandemic, Ireland was a very lean, competitive economy, and we we've seen not just the leanness and the competitiveness, but the structural, almost recession-proof nature of the economy because our two biggest industries, our, certainly our two biggest export industries, are the broader pharmaceutical medical devices sector on the one hand and the tech sector on the other, those services that are sold over the internet. Uh, these are by far our biggest exports. And, you know, these, these are, you know, if you wanted to be in an industry in a pandemic, Pharma and tech services would have been the two you'd pick, and because of that, um, we've with, you know the Irish economy, for example, was one of the only economies in the world to grow in 2020 because yeah. those sectors were so strong. So I think there's there's underlying strengths there, uh, and that would account for for some of the okay. strong business confidence here. But there's also the fact that the government has been extremely generous in supporting businesses. In fact, it may have been too generous, and that issue about business uh, closures. You know, we're behind the curve of getting back to normal patterns of business closures. And I'm, I'm still worried that there could be a dam burst of bankruptcies okay. coming, that once that once all the supports are taken away, that those businesses that were going to go out of business or uh, those businesses that can't survive without, uh, without support uh, are, are going to go to the wall. I wanted to talk about that, Dan, because I, I totally agree with this point, that I think that there is, as you say, a dam bust about to happen. I was in a a Midlands town uh, last weekend. Uh, I saw three cafes that I knew before the pandemic, three very busy cafes, and all three of them hadn't reopened. And I was saying, well, why? Um, because I know uh, people are saying that there's, there's, there's maybe a, a staff shortage, but if you have a business, you know, you, it, you're obliged to get open. And if you have no staff, you go and find them. Uh, or you put your family in, or you do you do what you ever you have to do to stay open. So when I see these, uh, just on a representative basis, when I see these cafes not open, it tells me maybe two things. Maybe is it possible that the some in some in some circumstances the government uh, supports were too generous, and also does it tell me that you know it, 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 that that there's a lot of businesses that were artificially uh, propped up uh, because of, of uh, the government supports that they enjoyed. Yeah, look, that, that is my suspicion. Now, look, I, you know, I, 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 it's great that businesses have survived. And I think, you know, I'd be reluctant to criticize the government on, on this because, you know, setting all of this up at a time of, you know, such short notice um, when we were in an emergency situation, I think the, the 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 right thing to do was throw the kitchen sink at it, and and maybe better to have gone too far than not far enough. But you know that 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 doesn't get around the fact that if there was an excessive support, then we are facing um, we are facing uh, a big increase in the number of insolvencies, and and maybe things won't be as good. And that that comes at a bad time, Bobby, because you know the international scene is darkening. Um, you know, I don't want to overstate the impact of the the you know human catastrophe of war in Eastern Europe, but uh, at the same time, it's accelerated certain trends, particularly inflation, 
And we see, you know, just in the past few days, the Bank of England, the Federal Reserve hiking interest rates, real questions now as to whether those two economies get tipped into recession by central bank, central bankers slamming the brakes on too, too hard. So, yeah. you know, we've got plenty of headwinds out there um, to be worried about. So it's certainly not all uh, not all rosy. What about the number of startups, Dan? That's another barometer, I think, that you use to gauge uh, the health of business. That's down, isn't it, relative yeah. to our European uh, colleagues? Exactly, Bobby. And that's another thing. And it sort of makes me wonder, you know, again, it reinforces my concern about about whether the government over-supported companies that, that really, you know, have no business being in business, frankly. Um, that in Europe, the number of startups has gone back to pre-pandemic trend, but in Ireland, we're still well down. Now, what does that say? Does that suggest that people who are staying in businesses that they're going to shut are instead of shutting those businesses and moving into new businesses as, as entrepreneurs are very good at doing, um, they're staying in zombie companies. Right. And it's the it's the keeping the zombies alive has actually prevented a reallocation of resources and prevented or discouraged entrepreneurs from getting out of the dead businesses and starting up new ones. So the, the, those patterns between um, startups and bankruptcies uh, differ from our European, the European average uh, is, you know, is a further concern that um, this issue of uh, okay. more bankruptcies coming down the line is, is, is facing us. It's a real mixed bag, but let's end on a positive because exports have also gone from strength to strength. Again, I think you'll be telling us in, in January and February, uh, the value of product shipped abroad was well above any other two-month period on record. Merchandise, export earnings hit $32 billion, up 23% on a year earlier. They're big numbers. Yeah, that one just when I when I ran those numbers yesterday, that that jumped off the off the spreadsheet at me. So yeah, as you say, in the first two months of the year, the amount of stuff we shipped abroad, the value of that stuff was up twenty three percent. Now some of that will be an inflation uh, issue because prices of everything have gone up, prices of exports, imports. So some of that will be will inflation, but still twenty three percent increase in the value of exports year on year is very very strong, even if maybe you know. Five ten percent of that is accounted for a price effect rather than a volume effect, but it looks very very healthy. And you know, Irish exports came through the pandemic extremely well. Um, as I say, you know, they're dominated by pharmaceuticals and medical devices. And you know, what better industry do you want to be in in a time of pandemic and global health crisis? Uh, and then on the services side, we don't have as timely um, data on services, but services exports, you know, the rise in services exports. Is just utterly phenomenal. Uh, it just keeps going up. I think it hit about eighty-two billion in the final quarter uh, of last year. Yet another record. You know, almost every quarter it seems to break a new record. So these tech companies are are just bringing in more and more revenue from their from their sales uh, across the world. So you know, it's a uh, the export side is is really looking on fire. So a very positive. Uh, is very there positive. any health warning with that? Given that the you know, the unfortunate war in Ukraine, uh, you know, started in the final days of February. Uh, the March data, I don't think we have yet. But no. are you expecting a similar pattern or do you think that we'll see a disruption because of that factor 
in the yeah, next few years? I, I, I wouldn't, Bobby. And the, the, the March merchandise trade figures will be out next week, and I'm certainly watching those closely. But look, we, we sell very little to Russia and Ukraine. Um, yeah. You know, they are not big markets for us, nor more widely is, is, is um, you know, Central Eastern Europe. So I, I wouldn't anticipate much of a much of a much of a hit on the trade via the trade channel to the Irish economy from the war. I think the, the bigger hit's going to come from the indirect effect, which is central banks moving more rapidly uh, to address inflation because the war has certainly had an impact on inflation via via commodities from from fuel to fuel to food. Okay. Well, look, Dan, it's good to catch up with you. I love your analysis. Um, and uh, I'll be reading uh, that article in the Business Post on Sunday. And thanks for joining us again. Many thanks, Bobby. Great to talk again. Cheers. Down to Business with Bobby Kerr. Brought to you by Bank of Ireland. Saturday morning at 11 on News Talk.